I think that now with where we're at and what we've what we've learned and what we've gone through and you know the the work that we've put in, you know, has given us this permission to land in this beautiful place where we're with whatever we do forward. We don't have to work hard. It's going to be work, but it doesn't have to be hard. My name is Danny Pomploon and this is the Seeker and Sage podcast. Yo everybody, welcome back to the show. So this is the part two, actually, of last week's episode with Rocky. Um, the first part, obviously, was me sharing kind of where my journey is at. Rocky and I haven't been um, on the podcast in quite a while, so we took turns, and this week uh, we got him on the show. As per usual, you can expect some pretty fun shenanigans between the both of us, because it's Rocky and Danny. We wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I got to hear a lot about Rocky's journey and hear where he's at with yoga and just what he's up to and a lot of good insight as to uh, as to what's happening with him and our worlds and yeah, all the fun stuff. Uh, don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a review, y'all. The show is slowly growing and it's because y'all are helping. So sharing the show with your friends and also leaving a review is a great way to get the show to keep going. And without further ado, here goes Rocky and myself. Let's just say before this <laughs> podcast, I avoided. <laughs> I avoided hard, Bobs. <laughs> okay, well, this is a great intro. <laughs> oh, we're recording. <laughs> yeah, we're let's just we're say this. This is good. let's just say there's vacancies because she voided. Okay. <laughs> oh god, Rocky, this is part two of last week. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. <laughs> I need you to um... wait. Are you talking about? Thursday. This is part. This is Thursday part two. This is part. This is part. This is this is Thursday part two. So then, okay. So Thursday's just started last week. So then, will next week be Thursday part three? We can. Do you feel like doing a part three next week? Are we talking about? Oh, oh, because we recorded an episode last Thursday that was that was. Yeah, I feel like you did part one. I I definitely don't feel heard from last week. It's probably I can't. Can you hear me? Because I can't hear anything. (laughs) Did I mute my cans? Okay, so I think last keep us on track. Last Kenny. week, keep us on track. Last week, we were discussing, you know, kind of what we're up to and blah 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 blah, and and you know, we were going to do a little check in, and you just oh, got right. to talk, like, you talk all about your you got to talk all about yourself yeah, yeah. last week, and so I was where, like, I'll go to some of your wins for the what are some of your wins as of the last you know few months. You're like, about being a studio. Right. I was like, like, yeah, whatever. Rocky, you're talking so much. Oh my god, yeah, yeah we can like can I get some air in here, you know. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's so interesting how we can have such a different experience and <laughs> like who's right, you know? Yeah, yeah for right. sure. Yeah. Perspective. Perception. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll, since, you know, I didn't really have a chance to speak last week, I can start the conversation this week. Yes. And I will try. <sighs> I say I'll try my best to make you feel heard, but I already started. I already lost. I like lost my train of thought. I was thinking about something else. Go. Now you go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So I got no. to share all my wins and then we got to time on, on, on episode air. So we didn't get to hear about your wins and what you're up to. And yeah, well, it was convenient so, because as soon as, as soon as we were talking about wins, I was like, Oh shit, I don't have any. And then you started yeah. talking about your wins and I was like, Oh God, I need, like, I need a part two so I could like go out and get some wins. Right. Just, so, so I am excited to announce kind of a that big you deal. Win. You might, yeah, that I'm winning. You might want to take a sip of water. Hold on, wait. It's Topo Chico, though. I don't want to spit this out. It's too good. 
What do you mean spit? Right, this episode is brought to you by Topo Chico. You don't, you don't sit planning to spit. You spit because you're taken aback by the surprise of the information. I just wanted your, you'd be well hydrated for the news. So right, but it's like, to, but I'm, I'm hydrating with Topo Chico. Again, well, this episode is brought to you by Topo Chico. <laughs> your dream sponsor. <laughs> your dreams are coming true, Danny. <laughs> Every time I say the word Topo Chico, I just get $5 directly deposited into my bank account. So we're good. Yeah, but if you say Topo Chico in the mirror five times, you're actually cursed by a, <laughs> an evil spirit that seeks vengeance. <laughs> Um, give it's it a like, try and let us know in the comments below how um, <laughs> uh, no, dehydrated skin if you say if you say it five times got it <laughs> so big okay, news big news? My, i'm i decided on a whim that i'm gonna open a yoga studio in san francisco <laughs> Wait, hear it out. Okay. Well, well, then I guess I should announce it. I I'm actually working on my new album. Oh, yeah. That's just. I feel like making music is kind of my thing, but I, that's. I'm really happy. If you need any support or information or help or guidance or mentorship, I'm happy to be a resource for you as you embark on this really meaningful endeavor. As I'm sure you would be for me in my. Yeah. Studio. No. Yeah. I've got this really cool song called Burning Man on there, and you know some other things that I'm working on. It's it's coming in really good. Huh. So interesting. Yeah. Like whenever you share your music with people, that's like that you're working on. It's like, what's the worst that could happen? But this is it. Is that they just steal it. Anyway, so the studio is going to be called. I'm working on a couple different, or on a couple different names. It's either going to be called Townhome, or um, Vacation Home, or uh, Second Home. I'm leaning towards second, second. Second Home. We have given the listeners five minutes of nothing. Oh, and the best part—it's huge. If it's 109 mats, you're going to die. You're going to die when you see it. <laughs> Yeah, so funny yeah. how all your dreams come true so quickly. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I know. So we're not. We're definitely not recording at all, right? Like this is this is this is too far to left of center for anything we could ever put out to the general public. Absolutely, one hundred percent. No, okay. this is this is scrapped. We're scrapping all of this mm, scraps. We can just call this episode um, food scraps. scraps. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, I will. I will endeavor now to be sincere and to answer your question with um, honesty. And uh, uh, I'd prefer you lie to me, actually. Oh, so I'm opening a yoga studio, and <laughs> right in wherever, like the it's like right in the middle of San Francisco. Like you can't miss it. Um, so Rocky, what are, you, what are your wins? Okay, my wins. Well, I feel Wait, like. Me, well, hold on, I have to set my Tobo Chico. Give me a second, please. Yeah, I don't have any spit take wins to <laughs> like my wins are I'm, I'm actually relatively happy I'm doing pretty well <laughs> I was queuing up for a great spit take <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing okay <laughs> spit take um, <laughs> I feel like this last year for for everybody uh, was a test in some to some degree of our adaptability and of our resilience and I don't mean, I never say that to suggest that if you're really adaptable, everything's going to be okay because uh, that certainly has not been the case for some of the strongest people I know and most resilient people I know. Um, mm -hmm. But 
I do feel like I'm on the other side of having sort of reorganized and restructured and reimagined the way that I do my work and the way that I live and um, what community means to me and and <laughs> um, what home means to me, uh, the yoga studio. Um, <clears throat> And, by home san francisco <laughs> are you is this studio gonna sponsor your own podcast yeah cool i want to okay. um i didn't know it worked that way um and so you know my my well i will say this um what has often informed my hustle hmm. um there's any number of things that inform the hustle one of them is capitalism <laughs> one of them is um you know uh, uh th- there's certainly i certainly have been motivated by fear uh fear of unmet mm-hmm. potential or fear of um fear of adulting fear of uh any number of things um and certainly lots of inspiration and lots of um lots of desire to provide something of value to the world and when my my journey started out um, what I really felt I could provide primarily was entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. and that sort of shifted to be a blend of entertainment and also upliftment and inspiration. Um, mm. and, um, and like artistic self-expression. So music for a long time has been sort of the animating force behind a lot of what I do. And, um, you know, I start. I don't say I started out as a musician because I don't really know when I started. But um, there was a period of my life where music was a, a was the central element of um, of so much of what I did. Um, part of that mm-hmm. just was required in terms of the time it takes to learn an instrument or to practice songwriting or to you know learn the vocal technique and find your style and all these things. Um, but as my yoga career has evolved um it's it's become increasingly more and more all-encompassing and i don't say Mm -hmm. that with any any form of regret or or like complaint i've had the most amazing ride um teaching yoga it like it i I never could have imagined the the places in the world i would have gone and and the experiences i'd have and what i've learned about myself and about others and um when i first started teaching and i continue to be on that journey and i continue to you know find new ways of learning and sharing and and all that uh but i've always sought to find a healthy balance between my art and my work and um my social life and my professional life and and all of that and uh the biggest win that I can say right now that that's that fills at the forefront of my mind and my heart is that I have gone back into the studio in the last couple of weeks and picked up uh, production on a music project that has been like truly like 15 years in the making and that I got some good momentum going on in like 2019 and had to kind of pause um, in the last year with all the, the shuffle and, and work and um, change and everything. So it feels like a really good place to be where I'm, I'm able to invest ample time in my art um, and also have good momentum going now on the, 
my professional projects in, in yoga land and beyond that, that, you know, have been a long time germinating. Yeah. I, I mean, selfishly, and I think I've said now you can this, do but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but not with my Tomo Chico. Yeah, no, selfishly, no. you know, um, which this episode is brought to you by. Um, <laughs> selfishly, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. Our sponsors, selfishness <laughs> at home <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Great. T- townhouse. What it, t- um, townhome. You know, I think when I've expressed to you before in the past, like I really am your number one fan. I re- Spotify has proven that you're my number one <laughs> listening to artist two, two years back to back. You know what I mean? Two years. Um, yeah. I, two years in a row, man. Number well, you were number one on my Spotify. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that you're, you know, you're incredible in all the things, uh, just as you, as you, as you've taught me, like, you know, there's some days where I'm incredible at this and some days where I'm incredible at that. And some days where I want to show up to teach this and some days where I want to teach that. And you're never you know, incredible at this and that on the same day though. N- never not. It's either not, this, no, no. this or that. Yeah. So that's, a, that's against the rules for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, much, they, uh, they vetoed that a few years ago. They, yeah. they ain't ready. Yeah. They ain't ready for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I know your passion for music. I know that it's something that lights you up and, you know, it really does help facilitate everything that you do in your life. And I'm just a big fan. And, you know, I know I've got to hear little sneak peeks and sometimes I get little recordings and whatnot. So I, I mean, I'm really stoked for you because I know that this is a big part of your life and it's a, you know, it's only going to, everything else that you do is going to get better because you're doing the thing that you love to do, which, you know, you've always been a big cheerleader for me. And I was hearing a lot of what you said earlier, there was some fear parts of it and, you know, maybe even some overanalyzing of some of the stuff, but now you get to like synthesize it and put it all what? together. Overanalyze stuff. Yeah. Who do you think you're talking actually, to? Let's analyze that really quick. <laughs> that's definitely my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's your thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm excited because you know, I've, I like you're, I mean, this is more of a hype session, but you're incredible at what you do and you know, you're super talented. And I think that it's, it's only it's only going to allow you to continue to share more of the other stuff in the world, be it the yoga, be it it's I mean singing, right? It's a part of yoga in many ways. Um, it's going to allow you to do that and and magnify that tenfold. So I'm I mean you know like friend to friend, I'm I'm really proud of you for doing this. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate that, and I, I and I really drop do. me a new album. Drop me a new album. Like I'm in the studio. It's coming. I can't say anything about it. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I can say anything about, about it I want. Um, I really appreciate your, um, your support. And, you know, it's, it's when your audience, I mean, for, for many years, like my primary audience for my music were like my friends and family. And then back mm-hmm. when I was playing more shows, you know, people kind of come in organically from, from that process. Um, and, you know, you have friends that support you because they love you. Uh, or they're like, oh, that's a good song. Like, but it's not really the kind of music they listen to, or or whatever it is. And um, so, right. when someone is able to both like want to want to be a, a friend and ally and like support my art, but also has their own independent relationship with it, that I don't feel is like I don't feel like you enjoy my music because it's me. I mean, I'm sure it might be an element of it, but I always get the sense that you, well, number one on Spotify, you listen to it like for your own mm-hmm. enjoyment. Um, I know. Like, I sometimes know your lyrics more than you do. It, so, like you know, 
I've never had that experience of like being on stage with like, a. have performed at some events where there was a large audience there, but they weren't all there to see me. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. our artists always talk about how meaningful it is when like they got like people in the crowd are singing the words they've written or they go different places in the world and people are, are seeing their lyrics or tattooed their lyrics mm-hmm. on them or these kind of things. Um, because, you know, I, those, the words that, that, that you choose to speak into the universe, certainly through song are powerful and mm-hmm. or they can be, and they, they can, th- there's a lot of, a lot of you in them. So when you see people having a relationship with them that connects with them, it's really, it's really beautiful. And it, I've had that experience, um, you know, more on an individual level because of the way that I've released music and the way that I've put it out where I get to hear it reflected back to me. And I think because um, there, I have three albums that are currently out or that I've put over the years uh, and they're all completely different genres. So people that usually are attracted to one aren't necessarily attracted to the other. Um, And so it's also (laughs) interesting, um, you know, the way that people connect to music, but also the music that I've put out. All that's to say, you know, there's, I can't explain to you how um, how touching it is to like hear you sing my songs and and have your own like they're they're part of your own they're part of your world like it's not mm-hmm. like I don't imagine you're singing the lyrics trying to slip step into my mind like it's connecting with you in some way and you're having your own um, relationship with it and like that's the goal. I think one of my favorite things about <clears throat> just my relationship with your music is that. There have been uh, on multiple occasions, I was going to, uh, th- th- there's been multiple occasions where I've been in a car ride or something and I've taken over as DJ and it's like one of the first things I go to because I can like, you know, like sing it. Like I, I know, I know the lyrics to every track pretty much. Okay, and all the background um, harmonies. So I have a lot of options. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> no, but people, you know, people are always like, oh, who is this? And I'm always like, this is Rocky Heron, look him up, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, like go follow him on Spotify. You'll love him. That's one of my favorite things. But also my other favorite thing is, you know, we can, you know, and and we can get pegged as Rocky, the yoga teacher. We can get, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And there have been times in car rides where I'm like, oh, this is, this is Rocky. Uh, They're like, like, like Rocky, like the yoga teacher Rocky. Yeah. This is like Rocky, the yoga teacher Rocky. And people have just been like, like, well, he's incredible. He's got such a great voice. <laughs> da, 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 you know, so that happened. Actually, one of the times that happened with, with Max, he was like, no way. I'm like, this is Rocky. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, literally, this is, this is Rocky right now. You know, Max, it's, it's Max, just, if you're yeah. listening, it's me. I mean, assuming he was playing, assuming he wasn't playing like a Rihanna song. <laughs> yeah. He was like, weird. This sounds like Megan the Stallion, but I'm like, no, it's definitely Rocky. Nope, it's 100%. I am also. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. That song just came. <laughs> Have we shared with the listeners that I am also Megan the Stallion? No, that, that's uh, that's breaking news. Okay, yeah, that that that's the spit take news. Sorry, one of my <laughs> wins for the last year is I did win Best New Artist of the Grammys and uh, release a remix <laughs> with Beyonce. Finally, um, I, I I have a question for you, Rocky. Actually, as we as as we talk about you being Megan the Stallion and winning sure. Grammys, good segue. Um, <clears throat> in your world, how do you balance? Or is there is there even a balance of like, you know, there, we're we're multifaceted, right? And I I think about this as I'm learning about 
for instance, my back injury, mm-hmm. you know, like yoga actually isn't the only thing I should be doing. I need mm-hmm. to be doing some other stuff outside. So how do you, how do you, how do you balance or, you know, you are known as we were talking about this on the, on the podcast yeah. last, yeah. last week, actually, you're known as Rocky, the, the yoga teacher, but on Instagram, you're Rocky, the underwear model. And yeah, you know, you're <laughs> so when you play my also, music for people, they're like, this is Rocky, like Rocky, the underwear model, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Some people do that too. They're like, yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah. You know, is this guy, how do you, how do you, that's the kind of name ID I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. This guy, how do you, how do you, how do you balance it? For me, I, I think a lot of like, you know, we've talked about this in the past where, where I thought I had to separate myself and instead I just integrated it all and it actually made every part of my life that much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that is the question that I feel like I've asked my whole sort of adult life and young adult life is mm. how do I, for a, for a while, the question was more like, which, like, which one should I choose? I spent a lot of time trying to choose one thing. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it's not even that that time was unsuccessful because I'd be like, okay, I'm going to choose this. And I would choose that thing. And I would do it for a while and get some good momentum going and then be like, oh, no, I actually want to choose that. And then I kind of would set that down and, and put more time and energy into this other thing. But then be mm-hmm. like, oh, but I kind of still need to keep that going because I started it mm-hmm. and I actually do care yeah. about it. It's like a garden. Like, yep. oh, I'm, yep. I, I, there's, there's multiple things going on here and they all need different nourishment and also different like degrees of being left alone to grow. <laughs> um and as my garden kind of grew of like, you know, I would choose one thing to plant at a time, but then there was a whole bunch to tend to. Um, I would ask that question a lot. Well, like, no, how do I blend all of these? And I think the way that I used to think of it was like, how can I blend them all into one to then one thing that I choose to do? Mm-hmm. One of the classes that in, inspired me to do my teacher training, um, I remember, I mean, I don't remember much from the class. It was a good class. It was a vinyasa class. Um, by a teacher named Tamal Dodge. And at the end of the class in Shavasana, there was this really beautiful music happening. And it was sort of, it sounded kind of like, it's sort of reminiscent of like Jason Raz, who I still love. But at the, at the time I was like Just obsessed with. Just a curbside prophet with my hand in my pocket and <laughs> I'm waiting for my ride. I don't own the rights to this song. This, this episode is brought to you by Jason Mraz. Yeah, so I was in Shavasana and that song came on. Just really <laughs> soothing. <laughs> Beat Nick. <laughs> um, you know, the sound of San Diego. Um, it, it, it was, well, the, the, it was in Sanskrit uh, with a guitar, acoustic, and just really mm-hmm. beautiful. And, you know, I had that that thought of like, oh, I, I want to know what song this is. I need to ask what song this is. And then be like, oh, no, it's Shavasana. I need to like chill and just enjoy it. So I was able to just kind of, settle in and enjoyed the music. It was very soothing. And then when I came out of Shabbat, I looked up and the teacher had a guitar next to him and I realized, Oh, that was, that was live. That was the teacher singing. Um, and that was sort of like a, a moment where I recognized that if I, if I taught yoga, which was very much aligned with things that I was interested in at the time. And of course still mm-hmm. am. And, um, there was opportunity for me to thread my other interests in. So I was definitely interested in figuring out like a, a scenario or a career or a, um, 
just a way that I could synthesize all these different intentions and interests into one offering. Mm -hmm. And um, so my classes have, have always sort of featured that, or that's been a, a recurring element in my classes from the beginning. And um, the first album that I put out sort of like officially was an album of Sanskrit mantra that I would sing at the end of my classes. And that's the stuff of mine that's the most listened to. Cause I think it, it does achieve that, that goal. Like if you're interested in yoga, or if yeah. you're training with me or taking class with me or, or, or not, or if you're someone that, that um, enjoys that kind of music or, or plans classes and has, has playlists to create with appropriate song, songs. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that certainly that's why I put that out. Um, but I'm I'm kind of on a tangent because I forgot your initial question. But I think as it relates to like integrating the parts, I think where I've arrived at over the years is recognizing that oh, I don't I don't have to integrate the parts. I just have to mm. integrate the parts of myself within myself, and then I am that thing that I've been working on. It's not like I need to blend all these projects into one project. Like if if there's any overall project of my life, it's the cultivation of me as an individual and um and who i am is is an integration of all of my interests and all the things that i've experienced that have shaped who i am mm -hmm. um so i bring i i bring that into my teaching you know i bring my background in performance or improv or or you know i bring a musical element into my teaching or my appreciation for rhythm and uh, pace and and language and uh, and word like all that is a part of of how I teach and um and I also bring all that I've learned from teaching uh, about myself and my instrument and my my awareness and and my ability to like unlock different parts of my mind or my intuition into my songwriting um now in terms of balancing it out where like every single one of my creative or or work projects or both are are like growing mm -hmm. at the same rate that right. i've not been able to balance <laughs> you yeah. know yeah um because i feel like that's where it starts to get into like like time like linear time and capacity mm -hmm. um and i guess that circles back to why what i'm saying i think my win for now i know it's not like permanent but i feel like i've been able to get my work life to a place where not like I can just put it down, set it and forget it kind of thing. I'm still, you know, creating things and, and part of that's like intrinsically motivated. Part of it's motivated by like uh, agreements that I've made with people that I will create this thing for you. And, and um, that keeps me accountable. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my community, my students, the folks that want to continue to learn from me and with me. Um, I don't, not only do I like not want to abandon them, not that they you know, need me, but um, I get a lot out of that process. So I, I continue to, to do that, but to be in a place where I can be home and I can carve out a couple days out of the week to go to the studio and just put that hat on and be in, in that space. It, you know, it, it it's uh, a part of my garden that might've been wilting a little bit or dying or malnourished. I feel like is once more able to um, receive what it needs to grow. And that feels good. I think, um, I think one of the things that you, well, I mean, a few things that you, that you really said there is, is more, these sides are not like, they're just not separate. They're not, they don't have to be in different containers. And, you know, we visit that one and we visit this one and we visit that one because I think that spends, or we, ha we, we can spend a decent amount of our own energy trying to keep ourselves separate versus making ourselves whole. 
Yeah. It makes me think yeah. actually about, we talk a lot about Burning Man on the show for obvious reasons. Um, but I remember Wait, like the first. What's it called? Blinking Guy? Yes. Are you but going blinking to Blinking Dude? <laughs> did, blinking did, Dude? <laughs> didn't we meet at Blinking Dude last year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You guys, you got to go to Blinking Dude. <laughs> I just blinking. got back from Blinking Dude. <laughs> Would I tell you? indescribable you got to see it to believe it on at the end of the week they blink the dude (laughs) spectacular this one got you huh god the the music at blinking dude this year was (laughs) that one got you rocky Yes, consider okay. me God. riddle me God. <laughs> okay, um, think about we we talk God, a lot about Burning Man I on just, this show. I just really hope that Blinking Dude happens this year. Who <laughs> 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 do you camp with the Blink? Who do you camp with the Blinking Dude? Oh God, I've always wanted to go to Blinky Dude, but I think I could do it. I just I hate being dirty. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, so you were saying we talk a lot oh, about God. Yes. <laughs> um and I remember the first couple of years that I went, like everything that happened at Burning Man and, and who I sort of was at Burning Man uh or like became over the course of the week there. Um, and everything felt very much contained to like Burning Man, where it was like, I come back home and there was like this big kind of like culture shock of, of stepping back into yeah. the default. And, and then I was like, I got to go back there and like, like dip the cloth in that again and like saturate myself in that. And mm-hmm. over the years, I mean, uh, this, this next time I go will be my ninth time going, um, the intention to like dip the cloth and and maintain some of the color has mm-hmm. certainly bled out into like all of my life where some of the most Same. meaningful relationships I have are with people I initially met at Burning Man, but actually the meaning of our relationship is has de- is deepened tremendously not at Burning mm-hmm. Man just you know it's a week that you're there and you kind of blast into each other in this like um really like beautiful kaleidoscopic way. But then, you know, as you come back into the world, you have, you have to integrate those parts um, where I don't think of, I don't think of Burning Man as this place I have to go to experience those parts of myself anymore. They are with me now. And I think of it right. kind of similarly with like yoga where, you know, for when you first start the practice, you know, yoga is, something that you do in a certain place at a certain time um, in a certain way. And, and that is sort of like, that's where yoga happens. And then there's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, take it off the mat. Like what can, what of this can you take with you? And you start to kind of take, take it with you, take it with you. And not only that, like you are constantly adapting to all these forces in various ways, like wherever you are, not just when you're in that place doing the thing. And then the lines just get blurry where it's like, I can still go to a yoga studio and practice a particular sequence of movements in a particular, like I can saturate myself in that. And there's, there's a lot to be received from that, yeah. but it's not like that then is finished 
or that like the practice somehow becomes it's something else when you go into the next area. I I bring this up just to suggest like, as my, as my, I don't say definition of yoga, but just as I've adapted to my yoga and the rest of my life over the years, um, that has naturally sort of integrated the parts of who I am because yoga in many ways is about in- the integration of parts. It's like the development right. of individual parts <laughs> and then the synthesis of those parts. And That's that right. of course starts to bleed out into all the things you do. So that I feel like I've only just recently come to that place in my awareness where, or in my, just the way that I see myself. And, and this podcast has been a big part of that because um, prior to doing this kind of thing, I thought that my work was to teach people yoga poses or teach them how to teach yoga poses or techniques or, you know, different aspects Mm -hmm. of the yoga system and recognizing that shenanigans and tomfoolery aside, which also plays a role, like, you know, um, having conversations and sharing honestly and, and um, asking questions and, and, you know, inviting in community to like listen and resonate and participate and, and, and um, just be a part of all this. Like there's a lot of teaching that happens in it. There's a lot of growth that can happen in it. And there's a lot of value that, that can happen in it. So it's like, is it, are we doing yoga right now? Is this, <laughs> we haven't really talked much about it, um, but it's still, right. we're on, I'm on a yoga podcast. So, um, you know, I think you get what I'm saying. It's, it's, I, I've kind of let go of the need to balance and integrate and recognize that as long as I continue to balance and integrate myself in real, real ish time, um, those parts ha- can't help but come with me and, and blend with me as I, as I flow, maybe. Yeah. I think, it, I mean, you hit the nail, uh, it, just point taken on like all of it is yoga. Mm-hmm. The conversations that we have are yoga the ways that we show up in the world as yoga teachers and then, you know, have then conversations like this gives people really solid lens as to, Oh yeah. And and we're also real people, you know, and also we're going through it, you know, and also that we're sometimes good and other times we're bad. And sometimes we talk about depression and other times we talk about blinking guy and all that, you know, it's just, and when when I'm good, I'm really good. And when I'm bad, I'm really bad. That I guess. When I'm good, I'm good. When I'm bad, I'm just, I don't know the, the rest of it goes. Um, so I I was saying it not like I came up with it, like I've heard it before, but the way that you just said it sounded like Mae West, which yeah, then it sounded like, oh, it must be a Mae West quote. So yeah. great, you, you do a great Mae West. That's the point. When I'm good, I'm good. When I'm yeah. bad, I'm, I don't know the rest of the part. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm bad, I'm even better. Something like that. When I'm bad, anyway, when I'm bad, I'm even better. <laughs> I just had to like think like Mae West, and I. Yeah. Why don't you come up and see me sometime? Right. <laughs> that goes. I think that's the the Melissa McCarthy SNL parody of Mae West. Have you seen that sketch? She just like no. it's like it's that over and over again. But every time she walks up the stairs, she fall, trips and falls down the stairs. <laughs> Just like the same. I mean, it's like not. It's funny, but it's not funny. Story of my life. (laughs) It's based off, um, based off your life, Um, and also Mae West. Uh, Just like this podcast. Um, Well, I forgot. What are you most excited? What are you most excited about this year? Um, I can can say it. I'm right here. It's fine. I'm right here. You can can say it. I'm here. Uh, you're here to support me in saying it, or you're here. I'm excited about. I'm excited about townhome. 
<laughs> and it's and blinking, guy. Home and blinking guy. It's blinking. a toss up. Town home or blinking guy. Oof. <laughs> That's rough. God, I can't choose. You know, I refuse to choose. <laughs> but I integrate both. They're both my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I'm gonna I, blinking well, guy inside town home. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. it sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. It's You're so welcome. small. There's only two people the other first year, but it's going to grow. <laughs> no um, one ever can. Yeah. <laughs> and then no one ever shut up. I feel like what I'm, what I'm excited about is also what I'm most kind of nervous about. Um, I've been feeling a bit of anxiety lately. And I think actually I've, well, this might be a bit more of a, of a like share than I mean to get into, but I... I've been able to identify certain feelings that I've had with me for a long time under the, the umbrella of anxiety. I've never Mm -hmm. really put words to it before. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of just thought it was like, Oh, my energy's off or like I'm feeling resistance or, you know, Mm -hmm. one of these metaphysical terms, which, you know, I, I subscribe to, but, but kind of calling something out in, in that, that kind of blunt away, like I have anxiety or I'm feeling anxiety. Um, And it's been interesting because I've been working with it in, in, kind of new ways or from a, a new vantage point. And it's been really interesting to look at how that, that feeling um, sort of manifests in mm-hmm. all areas of my life and also just in the way it, including like just my identity. Um, and I mean, just like not saying this like stoke pity, if anything, just to like, I'm sure we all can relate to certain aspects. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and a part of it was inflamed as of late by everything kind of starting to open up again. And I realized I was probably the only one of the only guys uh, or people um, out there that was like, as everyone was like, I can't wait for things to get quote unquote back to normal or to get going again. And I was kind of like, yeah, (laughs) like psych. Like I actually really, I mean, Mm. my, my heart is broken for the people that really suffered during this time. I, I don't make light of, of what things shutting down has meant for um for so many people yeah Yeah, i uh but for for me it was a really wonderful opportunity to pause and and be able to water parts of my garden that i just couldn't um Mm. when i was constantly traveling which i loved but it 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 started to feel like i didn't know a way out of that particular option um and my whole life has changed as a result i mean not in like, well, yeah, I live in one place. I have a dog. I have a, I have a, a boyfriend that lives here in the same city as me. I have a new place that I live. I'm, I'm working from home. Um, mm-hmm. And, and a lot of that, I think a lot of the motivation that allowed me to kind of really pursue that with, with the amount of like gusto that I, that I did part of it was fear. Um, part of it was capitalism and I think a big part of it was that so much because everything had kind of shut down, there mm-hmm. wasn't really a lot of external motivation to like work really hard. It was kind of like everyone take a break, chill. If you want to binge watch TV for however many months, like it's okay. It's it's okay to like be still in process and use this time in that way. And I think because it, like I didn't feel that that like um, pressure to like be optimizing and working and doing the most, it kind of came it came up naturally where I was able to like tap my own wellspring of like motivation for a time. Um, so now that it's starting to open up and now it's like 
I feel like there's going to be more of uh, kind of outside um, encouragement to like get out and like let's ramp things up again and living in LA, like let's start to work on our brand and our this and our that and like all the ways that people are kind of on that, um, let's go say like hamster wheel, but like just on, on that kind of nonstop um, mode. I started to feel I that. I don't, th- I don't think you have to go back to that, dude. I don't. Really don't. And and so, okay. So you asked, you asked the question, what am I most excited about? And I say what I'm, yeah. what I'm, then I went on a, a long tangent about my anxiety. <laughs> but, but you're most excited about your anxiety. Got it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Is that relatable? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm excited to watch things open up again. And for me to feel like I can engage with it on my own terms. I've, I've created, I've gotten my life to a point where I don't now have to, you know, bounce around the world in order to like pay my rent and do the things I need to do. Um, I can choose to do that. So I think the anxiety is more of just like, I'm starting to feel that like, Oh, I got to start go, go going again. But then I'm like, well, actually I don't. And so I'm Mm -hmm. excited to, to be in a place where I can, I can have a more empowered relationship with my schedule and with, um, with, my 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 habits and my life and my art and all, all these things again it's not like big huge like to me it's very significant wins because they're very hard won and it's like if you've been climbing up a mountain for a long time when you get to the top of the mountain and you and you like sit down and it's just beautiful it's like it, it's less dynamic and loud and rugged and 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 like intense as the climb but there's something really nice about being able to sit and just take it in and enjoy the view. And um, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of more or less in that spot this week on Thursday. <laughs> but well, like next week when we do part three, <laughs> that might be different. Yeah. I, 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 again, I don't think, you know, every time we do these episodes or an episode is, is always fun. And it's, I think even cooler when we get to these episodes, where we really just get to drop in and listen to all the things and your life has blossomed in so many beautiful ways this past year, you know, like it's, it's been really cool to watch. And I, and I only see you moving further in, I don't want to say a more structured way, but a more, you know, I have, I can, I can only describe it as like when I had my, my experience in December where I was like, I am owning and acting as if this is, Mm -hmm. and I just see you, you know, just more Rocky in so many, um, there's this unapologetic side of you that, that Mm -hmm. I see nowadays and it's just very cool. It's like, it's, you know, what works for you now and you know what you want and not that you didn't before, but there's just more of this je ne sais quoi. It's just, you got this, 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 this radiance, this vibrancy uh, uh, and this ownership, this, very standing tall in, in who you are. And, and, you know, like I, I, the same dude, I don't, I don't think we've talked about this off air, but like, I don't want to go back to the way it was before. I don't want to run around studio to studio. I don't want to fly around the world all the time. And like, I don't want to do all those things that like people thought were glamorous when they were just eating me on the inside. And, you know, I think that now with where we're at and what we've, what we've learned and what we've gone through and, you know, the, the work that we've put in, you know, has given us this permission to land in this beautiful place where we're with whatever we do forward. We don't have to work hard. It's going to be work, but it doesn't have to be hard. 
doesn't have to be hard work. doesn't have to be grueling. It could just be work. Some days there's going to be a lot of it. Some days there's going to be not as much and it's just work and it's going to be exciting. And some days we're going to be a little like, okay, like I'm all kind of over this for the day, but it doesn't have to be hard anymore. And that's what I've realized. And, and I can see that in you. You're just very, yeah, it's just very, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool reflection as your friends, you know, I know we hype each other up on this show, but this, again, this is your first time hearing this. It's just very cool to see even from afar and, and even to, even to hear the way that you speak of it. It's very cool. Thank you, Danny. That means a lot to me. I, you know, I, I, I want to say um, both in regards to like this conversation and also what we touched on before a little bit about blinking the nature guy. of, yeah, just, what is what circle it back around to blinking guy. <laughs> <It could>. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. I was thinking about the art cars at Blinking Guy. They're just they're, the way they flash. <laughs> um, that was my fault. Reel it in, Rocky. Reel it in. Sorry. So sorry. I had something meaningful to say. Um, we were t- our conversation before about the the nature of like or the context of a yoga practice. I I do recognize like if if someone says, "Oh, uh, I'm interested in learning yoga. Can you teach me? Or can, where should I go to um, to to find like a good yoga class?" And if I said something like, "Well, really." you don't have to go anywhere. Yoga is life and this is yoga and we're always doing yoga. You're doing it right now. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. They'd be like, okay, thanks for the help. (laughs) Like I, I, there is something about, about doing the thing in a particular way in a certain context that, that creates, that plants those seeds, I think that is useful and valuable. Uh, It's like, someone's like, uh, have you ever seen the matrix? Oh, you've never seen the matrix. Like what's the matrix? Well, this is it, man. We're in it right now. What's the matrix yeah. about? It's like, okay, well, yeah. I guess I gotta see the movie. Um, <laughs> so I think it's a similar <laughs> thing with, with yoga books. I hear a lot of teachers saying these, myself included, like all the time that like, like everything is my yoga practice or everything can be a form of my practice. Even this relates to just movement. Like when I go to the gym and I'm lifting weights, that still feels like an extension of my practice. Um, right. I was like, okay, was that weightlifting or is that yoga? And in the same way, I I, I think um, I think back to that version of myself that wasn't that long ago that that you know was was so hyped about teaching my first retreat or so terrified and excited and intimidated by leading my first training or even my first mm-hmm. workshop or mm-hmm. the idea of getting on a plane and going to some other city or state or country or continent to like teach people was just both so exciting and so anxiety producing. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so to be at, to be at a place where I can say, um, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, as much. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly, I love traveling. Yeah. I love my community. I love being able to connect with people yeah. in other parts. Like I, I've had so many amazing experiences with that. So not to discredit any of that or yeah. suggest that I didn't want to be doing it while I was doing it. I, um, I've, I've loved it. But um, I guess just to say, like, for our listeners that are teachers, or they're just starting on their journey, or they're at a place where they want to be traveling more, doing these other things. Um, n- not that I think we've discouraged any of that, but I just want to be clear that I'm, I'm at this point of saying that, I think you too, from having done it and gained mm-hmm. the experiences from it that we wanted to gain from it and, and learning and growing from it to then be on the other side of it and be able to make different choices, like coming out of a teacher training you know, would you have like, maybe you would have wanted to, but like the experience of opening your own studio, I'm sure is 
has so much different meaning for you now on the other side of so much that you've done and experienced already than yeah, if it was like the sure. first thing you did. Not to say you couldn't right. do that first thing. That's a different learning, different experiential mm-hmm. journey. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's one of the reasons I'm sure this is true of a lot of different industries, but like you tell someone, what, what, so what do you do for a living? Oh, I teach yoga. And like that kind of doesn't, it's always interesting to watch or, or speculate as like how people's gears are turning and who they think you are and what you do based on right. that answer. Yeah. That's why I kind of hate yeah. the question. What do you do? Um, but I still find myself asking it. Um, Cause then it's like, well, you might actually have no idea what I do based on that answer or who I am based on that answer, because yeah. it's, it's such a unique path for all of us. And I know teachers that have spent decades traveling the world and, and being sort of nomadic and have, have really thrived in, in those ways and, yeah. and, and vice versa with owning a studio and being in one spot. So it's like, I think for both of us, there's a, the, the kind of like, a, a, for both of us living in one place, for me working from home, from you working in part from home and then like at your place of business in your city mm-hmm. seems like a, a pretty normal thing. Right. But, but also like for, for people like you and I, um, you and me, um how novel is that right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it goes back to that thing of like people people that are so oh, i gonna stay at home i'm so restless i'm like so eager to get out and do stuff and i'm like you have no idea how novel it is for me to be home i i don't want to leave <laughs> yeah or or, ex- or to like you'll you'll when you do then you'll be able to you know then you yeah. will yeah. So I, I feel very grateful and, 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 you know, as always like privileged in the ways that I am and, and aware of the work that I've done to be able to position myself in this way. Um, and I'm likewise very proud of you and I'm very grateful to have a, a, a brother like you on, on this path. Like just the, whenever I feel so, kind of isolated or boundaried by the uniqueness of my life and my, and what I've, what I'm experiencing and kind of like trying to think who I can find that can relate or that can um, just understand what I'm experiencing or going through whatever. Um, like it's always you, Danny, <laughs> you the one. It me, it me, it you, boo, it me. Well, I mean, same Rocky. I know we, we all, we often have these love fests on here and, you know, I could say it for days and days and days and hours and hours and hours, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. C for C for same for now, for now, for same for, for, for blinking for, guy for group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at home. I'm excited. What, uh, what the rest of the year is going to, uh, you know, how it's going to pan out for us. And I know that we've, we've both got some really fun, exciting things on the horizon. We will get to connect in person and have you at the studio and, yeah. and all the things. So thanks all for, things. Uh, thanks for being you Rocky. Thanks for, for letting us be filled into all the, the deliciousness, the yumminess that you is your life for me. That you be filled in. <laughs> Thank you for filling us in. Rocky. Thank you for letting me be filled. Um, <laughs> We're done. Podcast over. Uh, my and pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the chance, as always, to share so many parts of who I am, from the ridiculous to the profane to the 
smarty to the dummy to the blinking to the dude. this episode brought to you by blinking guy <laughs> and see all right y'all this has been rocky and danny saying uh peace out peace out